Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of WTOC's Tracking the Vaccine podcast. I'm digital anchor and producer Jake Wallace. March 11th, 2020 was the day COVID-19 was named a global pandemic. For many, it's the day the world stopped. Now, one year later, the nation is still fighting to get back to normal life. The COVID-19 vaccine rollout is underway and expanding through much of the country, including here in Georgia and South Carolina. Teachers in Georgia became eligible to receive the vaccine on March 8th, and soon more of the state's population will be joining them. Governor Brian Kemp announced this week, beginning March 15th, people 55 years and older, as well as those with high-risk medical conditions as defined by the CDC, will be eligible. The expansion will go into effect just two days before the opening of five more mass vaccination sites across the state. More on those in a few moments. Here's Governor Kemp on the latest expansion and potentially more in the future. Adding these additional high-risk Georgians will mean that vaccination will be available to categories that have accounted for 92% of our deaths due to COVID-19 in Georgia. As we have from the beginning, we will protect the most vulnerable to severe illness, hospitalization, or death and enable Georgians to get back to normal. Provided we continue to see increasing vaccine supply, it is our intent to open up vaccination to all adults the first part of next month. While that expansion goes into effect next week in Georgia, many school systems in southeast Georgia and the low country are taking advantage of ones allowing teachers and school staff to receive the shot. Savannah Chatham County Schools, Effingham County, and Beaufort County were just a few of the systems holding vaccination efforts this week. Bryan County is holding one on Friday, and the Coastal Health District has put together a large multi-site clinic for educators to be held at several locations in Chatham County on March 13th. Here's what Battery Creek High School teacher Harold Rivers said after getting his first dose on March 11th. It's important because I have many contributing factors um, and I was worried about it. We're ready to get it. You know, most of the teachers have been in school working, working. We wear our masks like we're supposed to. We sanitize and this is just another defense to help us to keep schools open. On Wednesday, March 10th, the U.S. House of Representatives cleared the latest COVID-19 relief bill, a $1.9 trillion effort pushed by President Joe Biden. After passing through Congress, President Biden signed the bill on Thursday in the Oval Office. Hours later, the president gave the first primetime address of his tenure, speaking to commemorate one year of the pandemic. In his speech, President Biden predicted Americans could gather in small groups by Independence Day, but added it's only a goal that could be attained if people continue to follow public health guidelines and get vaccinated as soon as they're eligible. To help with that effort, the president pushed to make all adults eligible to receive the vaccine by May 1st. Here's what the president had to say about that effort. To do this, we're going to go from a million shots a day that I promised in December before I was sworn in to maintaining, beating our current pace of 2 million shots a day, outpacing the rest of the world. Secondly, at the time when every adult is eligible in May, we will launch, with our partners, new tools to make it easier for you to find the vaccine and where to get the shot, including a new website that will help you first find the place to get vaccinated and the one nearest you. No more searching day and night for an appointment for you and your loved ones. 
The state of Georgia is set to open five more mass vaccination sites on Wednesday, March 17th, adding to the four already in operation. One of those sites will be located here in Chatham County at the Gulfstream facility in Savannah. For more on the site, I spoke with Chris Stallings, the director of the Georgia Emergency Management Agency and Homeland Security. His agency has been tasked with opening and operating the nine sites in Georgia. During our conversation, Stallings discusses how the process works, from making an appointment to what to expect when you arrive at the site, as well as how this site came to be in Savannah and what to expect in the future. Here's my conversation with GEMA director Chris Stallings. All right, joins by um, GEMA director Chris Stallings and, and director Stallings. Thanks for your time. I certainly appreciate it. And and this is a big deal. This will be one of nine sites in the state of Georgia state mass vaccination sites. And uh, before we get too into this specific site, I'll ask you, how does this work for those who are looking to get an appointment? You do have to pre-register. Um, to get a vaccine at one of these mass vaccination sites. Walk me through how this works, what someone would do to sign up and what they'll experience when they show up to get their shot. Very good. Well, first of all, thank you for having me and, and spending some time with me. The site that we have, myvaccinegeorgia.com, was designed to be extremely user-friendly. You only have two options. Either you're currently eligible under the expanded eligibility described by the governor or you're not, but either give you the option to pre-register so if you're not eligible, you can still pre-register as not eligible and have the opportunity that as soon as the eligibility changes, you're already in the system. And we're, and that helps us utilize some data to drive our upcoming sites or if we need to add more allocation because we're seeing a larger bandwidth in the area uh, than what we expected. But if you are eligible, you'll click on there, fill out your pre-registration, and then you submit your pre-registration. Then not very long after that, usually within 24 hours, you'll receive notification that you are eligible and that they'll start walking you through the process, asking you to go select a vaccination site that you would like to be vaccinated at. Once you've done that, you'll have to answer a few questions and then you'll, be, you'll, get, uh, you'll get assisted through a vaccine assistant program that will populate a QR code. And then once you got that QR code, you're ready to go. You'll go the day of your appointment. You pull up at your time. And that's what's been very key to the success of our sites is that we, if you've got an appointment, you're getting a shot. There is no doubt. We've got a vaccine allocated for you. So we need you to show up on time. If you show up early, it just doesn't work as smooth. And if you show up on time, what we're seeing, our average is somewhere between five to seven minutes. Our goal was six minutes. And so we're really moving cars through because when you show up with your QR code, you just have it on your phone, your personal device or an iPad, or, or you can even print it out if you don't have a, a phone that's capable of doing that. You pull up at the site, you're greeted um, by one of our greeters. They'll acknowledge that you've got your QR code and your appointment for the day. You drive up to the tent, a clinician um, will scan your QR code and that will upload only your information into this, this system right there. They'll confirm that you are who you are, that nothing has changed about your screening. And then if you're good to go, um, they'll confirm that appointment and immediately you're vaccinated and move straight on into the, the 15 minute wait. And so it's a very efficient system. Uh, it's very user-friendly. It's very well designed, laid out. Uh, we've got great partnerships with FEMA, DOT, um, the Department of uh, Transportation, 
has been key in this, helping us with our signage and things like that. And then DOD, our National Guard, they're out there every day supporting our site, helping move folks through. So it's, it's as efficient, I believe, as, as we could possibly design it. And you'll also get that first shot. You'll wait the 15 minutes as recommended, but also you'll, you'll need to sign up for a second shot, correct? That's correct. So once you've been uh, through the system and you've gotten your your dosage, within about 24 hours of your information going into the system, you'll receive a reminder that you need to go back and you'll get to open up a calendar that first dose folks can't see. So it's only designed for second dose. And so we already have allocation for that as well. So you'll go in and it'll be a very similar experience to setting up your first dose other than it'll just take you straight to the calendar. So you can pick your date, time and location. And we mentioned you do have to make an appointment. If someone were to show up without an appointment, how, how would that work? What happens there? Ideally, you have the appointment, but there are those instances. So say someone was unable to get an appointment that day, but they're driving someone up there who does have an appointment and they're eligible. It doesn't make sense to force that person to come back. Um, so if they're with somebody who has an appointment, then we can do a registration there on scene, but it really slows the process. And we only have a certain number of allocations. So we can only do that for so many folks a day. So the idea is the appointment and it will, for those that have done the appointment, uh, we've done interviews with them. We've done a lot of follow-up and it's such an easy system to operate. Um, those that have done the appointment realize how easy it was and just how efficient it made it for them when they got to the site. Let's talk about this, this site that's opening in Chatham County on Wednesday. Um, why was Chatham County chosen as one of these new five sites that's opening up on March 17th? Well, whenever we were looking around the site, we wanted to do regional sites. Obviously, we had to pick four, and we realized there's 159 counties who wanted one. So we had to pick four. That's all we had. So we tried to cut the state as best we could, make it as accessible as we could. But then whenever we found out we had allocation, we went regionally. And inside those regions that we went to, we looked at certain things and certain things that were important to us were uh, with our partnership with FEMA is our social vulnerability index. And so that's something that FEMA puts out for us. And so whenever we were considering our site, the social vulnerability index takes into a lot of, a lot of things into account more than just, um, the demographic or age, but it also takes in account for transit abilities. So if there's, a, if there's a population there that doesn't have easy access to vehicles and they have a trans, uh, a mobile transit or something in their area that can assist with that, those types of things. And so the particular site we're talking about there, we like to find a score that's above a six, that's ideal. Uh, and the score we've got there is, is a little over a nine for the social vulnerability. So it, it really checked all the boxes for a place that we wanted to go. And obviously uh, with it being a, a metro area as well, it was there's a good population there that we felt we could support. What is the anticipated demand? I'm sure you've already had some folks sign up to, to get their vaccines here in, in Chatham County. What have you seen so far as we are a couple days out recording this? Well, it won't. Uh, I, I know the first couple of days there are already 
maxed out. We've already hit those maxes, which is good. And we're starting that sign out at roughly 1,100 vaccines a day. So we tapped out immediately. And I don't think it's going to be a problem. And that's one of the, the keys of the, the regional sites is, yes, we are do, designing it and building it in Chatham County, but it's going to hit more than just that. It's going to reach out and, uh, and it's going to hit a lot more than just, just that site. And so it won't take long. It's a convenient site. Um, there's a lot of workers there, even on the site there. And so that's going to help us out. I don't think it's going to be very hard to be putting our goal every day in arms. Of course, these sites are opening March 17th, also known to those of us in Savannah as St. Patrick's Day. Um, a big day for a couple of reasons. Was that a concern at all when when you, you named the these sites in Chatham County opening on on St. Patrick's Day, such a big day in this town? Uh, not really a concern as much as uh, with it being there. Yes, they do a lot of things. I before I became director here, I was in charge of the motorcycle unit for the state patrol, so I rode in the St. Patrick's Day parade almost every year. So our, our motor unit came down. So I. I get it. We, we had a good time there. But um, for us, it was just the next opportunity to roll out this phase. It happened to fall on that day. Um, and so the reality is, is anytime we see a holiday, we see an uptick in cases. So what better time to try to get ahead of that than on the actual day when we can roll it out? Gulfstream was chosen as the site. Walk me through the process of, of picking that as the best location. Were there any other places in Chatham County that were considered? How did that work? We did look at some other locations. One of the great things with the Chatham site is that it's, it's convenience to the interstate. So something that was very important to us when we pick a regional site is trying to make it accessible to everybody. And so it's, it's proximity there to 95 made it very um, appealing to us. Secondly, that when you pick a place and the number of automobiles we plan on moving, we need to find an area that is designed to handle e egress and ingress really well. And so they have a good structure there. It's, it's not going to override a shopping center or something like that. So all the places we went based on the size, we really needed to find a place that kept us from overwhelming the the roads and things like that. And so that's, that's a great place for us to be able to go. So that's, and then the partnership they had with us, one of the key things that's very important with Pfizer is the ultra cold storage. And they were actually able to partner with us and provide our ultra cold storage there on site. So that was an extra resource that we didn't have to go find, which was such a help. And obviously Gulfstream, one of our, our major, um, job providers here in Chatham County. Was that considered at all, considering how many folks uh, from this area work over at Gulfstream, or is that just kind of part of how it happens? Some of it, yes, sir, but they are a great partner there with the area. Um, and so if we're trying to reach a particular area, and with the efficiency of our sites, one of the good things about it is, truthfully, some of their employees, if they're in that eligibility criteria, they can do it on a 15-minute break. They can come over, hit that. If they can, you know, a 20-minute break, they're, they're in observation in five minutes. They need 20 minutes over there. They're done. So, yes, it was, that was part of, the, part of the process as well when looking. Our mayor, Mayor Van Johnson, has mentioned that he has some concerns about the site in terms of, as you mentioned, the, those folks that maybe don't have transportation and maybe have to use man, mass transit or other means 
is, is GEMA working with, with some organizations to kind of reach those people who maybe don't have a car and can get on the interstate? Yes, and go we up do. There? SCAD specifically has reached out. They have people movers, as we like to call them. They're 35 passenger buses, and they're working well with the community. Um, we're going to be able to do some registration, and they volunteered their services to move those folks that uh, we set up some appointments with. So we're very happy to have them on board with us. We've heard about some radio and TV station partnerships that GEM has had at other vaccine site locations to kind of help walk through this process. Is that something that we can expect to see here in the Savannah? Absolutely. So next week, before we start our sites up officially open, we are going to open, we'll have a day opened up to media where you'll be able to come in and see the site, be able to give a good explanation as to what's going on out there, walk your listeners and viewers through so they have an understanding. Again, we want this to be as comfortable as we can make an uncomfortable situation. Nobody enjoys going and getting a shot. That's the reality. But if we can make the experience comfortable and not confusing and make it very easy to get that, then I think we've done our job. Nobody likes the shot, but if the experience is good, then that's key. Greg Strong, what have you seen, what have you guys learned through now almost a few weeks of, of doing these sites that maybe wasn't as anticipated when you first started and that you felt like you've improved over these past few weeks as more and more of these sites are Truthfully, open? I think we underestimated our ability in the beginning. Some of our sites are moving so efficiently, they the governor has come out to them and he's joked, he said, it looks boring. He, he The first time he... Uh, came to the Delta site, he asked if there was something wrong. And he said, uh, doesn't look like everything's working like you said. And I said, no, boss, it's working exactly like we wanted it. There's no wait. It's moving through quickly. And that has been it. Uh, coin a phrase for, for one of our site workers was, is we didn't know what we didn't know. So there were a few things that for us were, were key was just site adjustments. And you know, raising awareness. We have Pfizer, so we had to learn through some pharmacy uh, issues and things like that. But as far as our interactions with the public, we've not had, we've had maybe one or two very minor reactions, but those were folks who came with their own EpiPen. So they knew they were already uh, possibly going to have those reactions. So we've been very fortunate and we feel that we have had great success with our sites. You mentioned that the Pfizer vaccine is one of the two dose shots, and you mentioned that you can sign up to to get your second dose. But now with the one dose Johnson and Johnson becoming available, is that a possibility moving forward that those could be used at these sites? It could be, but the allocation that we are guaranteed with Pfizer allows us to do what we're doing a week. We certainly don't have the allocation for J&J yet that we would need to uh, be able to do what we're doing right now. If it comes on that J&J provides us more in the future, uh, we can reach those numbers, then obviously we would look into that. But for us to be able to hit the numbers we're hitting a week right now, we have to stick with, with our Pfizer. And there's always the possibility, at least we heard from, from Governor Kemp recently, of expanding these sites, maybe doing more than the 1,100 what are the criteria? What kind of numbers are you looking at to make something like that? Truthfully, possible? whenever we come into an area, we want to see a couple weeks worth of um, full days. And if we've got a couple weeks 
worth of full days, then we'll immediately start expanding. And then the second part is, is we can only expand when we get allocation. So some of it is we would have liked to have expanded already, but we just didn't have the allocation uh, yet. But now, for instance, our Delta site, we're growing it. Uh, we will, but we were added the allocation. We were added the allocation for these five new sites. So we made sure we could stand up those sites plus the Delta site allocation. Uh, we would imagine that the Chatham site is going to be a site that as we get allocation, we'll definitely want to expand it and uh, we'll move forward. But ideally, allocation and demand in the area. Greg Strong, is anything I missed? Anything you want to add before I let you go? I certainly appreciate the time. Absolutely. And we're excited to be down there. We look forward to putting some more shots in Georgian's arms and uh, getting us all the herd immunity so we can get these crazy masks off as soon as possible. I know, I know you're probably as tired of them as about everybody else is. So other than that, we're just, we appreciate the partnership down there and uh, make sure you get the word out that we'll be open next Wednesday and uh, looking for some arms to put a needle in. Yes, sir. Appreciate the time, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you. I want to thank Director Stallings for taking the time to speak with me. WTOC will have live coverage of the opening of the mass vaccination site on Wednesday, March 17th, along with our annual coverage of St. Patrick's Day. You can get the latest information on the coronavirus and the COVID-19 vaccine every night on the news and all the time at WTOC.com. Our next episode of the Tracking the Vaccine podcast will be available next Friday. Until then, stay healthy and we'll talk to you again soon.